Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. Um, Samuel AP here. And yeah, another victory. Another win for Liverpool Football Club. Um, still first. Obviously, City still have, still have the game in hand. But essentially, we're still there. We're still there. I believe it's 24 games now played and Liverpool are still first. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to try, you know, take us through the game. I'm going to try and, you know, dissect the game in the little way that I can. Um, this might, probably shouldn't, probably won't be a, a long podcast, maybe, who knows. Um, but yeah, essentially, let's get straight into this. Um, how did he win? Um, why did we win? Not even why did we win? How did we win? Um, you know, some any mishaps on the way to winning, I think, can be discussed as well. Obviously, um, but yeah, let's get straight into this. Um, and so yeah, the first thing that I want to talk about today is the build up. I think obviously with the build up, I think Liverpool. I think this might be like a common theme with Liverpool's games, I think. And I think it's something that I've learned to not get used to, but learn to accept it for what it is in a way, even though I obviously still criticise it. And obviously I still, you know, bang on about it. But yeah, as expected, Liverpool's build up, well, not even as expected to be fair, but Liverpool's build up wasn't the cleanest today. I think <clears throat> looking at it from a structural point of view, we use a 3-2 build up sometimes, Mostly use a 3-2 build-up. Sometimes we would use a 4-2 build-up or a 4-1 or a four one build-up. Um, but mostly it was a 3-2. And I want to talk about the disadvantages that we were able, that we were able, that we didn't, that we enjoyed. The disadvantages, although we didn't enjoy it. But yeah, what were some of the, the, the cons that we experienced from using that 3-2 build-up against... Um, Burnley and so yeah so the 3-2 build up essentially you're looking at Endo and Trent in the middle you got Kwanzaa on the right side of the back row you've got Van Dyke and then you've got Rubble um, and even to be fair you also you probably have Van Dyke is probably a bit closer or in some cases or in most cases anyway he was a lot more closer to Robertson than he was to Kwanzaa if that makes sense he wasn't like it wasn't like a, a good you know perfectly perfectly spaced out back three if that makes sense so yeah Van Dyke just shift and, and obviously then obviously gave um yes yeah, so Van Dyke shifted out to the left a bit more than to the right um then you had and obviously that gave space for Keller to drop in and to you know try and yeah, whatever, manipulate what you can there. Um but essentially and so Burnley had like a four a four two four or a four four two kind of build up. I mean pressing structure basically. And so Fafana and Amdini would essentially block access to the to the pivot. So they would cover Shadow, Trent and Endo. So make sure that wherever the ball is, they are in the parcel lane of those players mentioned essentially. Then you had then you had um Oldebert and and Ramsey, he would be pressing our wide centre backs, obviously slash fullbacks, Robertson, Kwanzaa in this case, and essentially it was a pretty, pretty, pretty easy task for them, I think. Sometimes you might have Fafana jump out to press Van Dyke and obviously Andini 
would maybe shift across and then maybe you might have Burge or Brownhill jump up to compensate for that three man being left. Um, and so, yeah, essentially they re had like a really, 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 I can't lie, like a really solid um, pressing structure. Um, the distances between their first two lines of pressure was really good. Um, so there was always space for, you know, if they had to move a marker on or if they had to jump up or if maybe Brownhill or Burge had to jump up to back up the press it was just a really good press overall you had Oldeber and Ramsey who were sorry yeah they were ready to jump on Kwanzaa and Robertson or, or in some cases Trent when bought wide and so essentially Liverpool couldn't find a way through um most of the time we tried to go long in in, in the first half and obviously to not to decent effect you know I think Jota Nunez Diaz can do some damage in the air um, and I'm not entirely sure on, um, I'm not entirely sure on Burnley's like back four in terms of like aerial duels, but I think we kind of held our own in that regard. This um, this game, um, and so yeah, we were just re restricted to go long, um, and yeah, their forty press was was really good because obviously yeah, like I said, close proximity between their players and even close proximity close proximity between their players and our players so they were able to jump on our players quite easily um and yeah no central access essentially um and yeah and so it was a pretty pretty good shape and i think this shape 424 4, 4, we want to call it this does work really well against free to build up so i think obviously i think a free to build up is like the de facto kind of thing these days for top team or for teams in general but i think yeah, this four two four 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 two build up is quite good in regards to stopping access into centre and basically trying to spring those wide um pressing traps. Um and so yeah, um yeah, Burnley were really good um in maintaining yeah especially vertical compactness. Um, you know, you had jumps to compensate even sometimes from the back line, although Nunez or Diaz or Jota didn't really drop in to cause damage. Um and essentially that is yeah, that that component of our build up um, didn't really work for me. I think obviously yeah, Trent who wasn't he was injured clearly. Um, obviously now we know that he was injured and obviously yeah, so he was injured and on top of that, um, the, I think the movement of our pivot wasn't really good enough in in order to you know exploit their first line of pressure. Um, sometimes we have um, Robertson would push up, and you had Van Dijk as a, as the wide. And then maybe yeah, you have um, Endo drop in, but when Endo went, but but lah, but whenever he done that, Fafana and Fafana and and sorry, whenever he done that, Jones would drop in as well next to next to next to Trent, but but whenever he done that, Fafana or Amdudi wouldn't be forward. They wouldn't try follow um, um Endo um, and try press him. They would allow him because essentially you know you you don't really mind Endo having the ball in that that centre back that CCB central centre back role slide slash zone and so they were really really disciplined they knew when to go they knew when to you know drop off um and that was like the first 15 20 25 minutes I would say for me I think that was the most of the game build up build up build up I think we had a lot of opportunities well no we had two transitions that we created from their corners which was really good um I remember we that was something that we were really, really good in doing against Everton at home. Um, yeah, insanely quick corners. 
sorry, insanely quick transitions from their corners, essentially. Um, but yeah, that is... That was like the 3 440 build-up problem that I was that that I think Burnley essentially won. They won that, that that kind of battle. But then obviously as the game went on, you had it go back into a four four a four two four build-up now against a four four two pressing structure. So you had that and so you had now Robertson and Trent were holding width, although Trent I still wasn't I didn't quite like the way he the way he held with. Um, I, I think John's done it really well, but yeah, Trent essentially Liverpool would um, yeah, so both our fullbacks would would hold with, and now so now we have the option of so now we have our players, our two centre backs, a bit closer to each other to connect and to maybe try to disrupt their first line of pressure, Fafana and Amdouni. And so sometimes the ball would go out to, let's say, Van Dijk. Where's the ball? The ball got to Van Dijk and then maybe, I think this is what allowed, yeah, so the ball would, would go out to Van Dijk and then maybe Fafana would drop in to press and essentially... This would open up space for the third man combination from so so it would be Van Dyke A, Robertson B, and then Jones would be the C, the release valve um here. And so we saw a few in the first half, especially a few pieces where Liverpool were able to use um, third man combinations. And as well, to be fair, then is the, and 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 then also we also saw how Liverpool were able to you know play the ball around on the left side. So on. Robertson side in the build up, and then qu quickly make a switch, or, or 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 actually quickly make a switch, or quickly circle the ball around and give the ball to Trent on the goal, and then, and so you would have Trent running onto the ball, you'd have their fullback being pinned by Jota, so, and then you have Trent running to the ball into space. You might have their winger Odebert, who would have to be tracking back to you know tr uh, to catch up to engage with Trent, and you know you had Jota, Nunes, and Diaz, and Diaz um making runs into the box, um and so that was um a mechanism that I think we tried to utilize really really well or tried to utilize not really well actually um in the first half. And and I think we saw elements of that, um, yeah, happen. Um, but essentially, yeah, that's the build-up problem I think Liverpool struggled from, I think. The 3 2 was stifled brilliantly, brilliantly, brilliantly sorry, by Burnley. And then the switch to, to the 4-2, um, yeah, that allowed us to have more players in the back line. So, so, so it's funny because so, so even though we were kind of... So even though we were overloading them with the 3-2 base... They could easily jump up someone from their second line into their into their first line, and there would be a numerical parity situation essentially. And so now with the forty builder that we have now, there's more spaces. The space is it is distributed among four players instead of three players, so you're more spread out, which means that you can spread out Burnley's structure. So you might have so the distances might become a bit too much for them. 
and that might give us and and and, and obviously that will give us a lot more time on the ball in the first line to pick passes. Um, and so we saw sometimes as well that you had Trent get the ball in a nice wide position and then play that ball around the corner for Salah or I mean for Nunes or Jota to run onto. Um, but yeah, that's the build-up problem. Um, you had, obviously, you had Burnley who showed real good transition threat. I think I was really impressed by, yeah, their front players. You know, Amdouni, Odebert, Fofana, Brownhill. Like these are the they have a, a good bunch there. Um, and I was and I was really I was really impressed by their technical empathy, all that their technical consistency, especially in the transition moments. I think there are a lot of moments where maybe. If they never got that touch right, or if they didn't get that pass correct, um, just really quick things that happen on the pitch that happen in the blink of an eye, but are really important in you know, in you know, uh, creating chances. You know, I think especially when you go to a, like a big ground away from home as a small team. Um, no disrespect there, but as a small team, you obviously want to make sure that your front players are having basically they 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 need to be really 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 like sharp like technically essentially and so I, and i think their players especially in the first half like they're really quite quick fast combinations you know get the ball out their feet make the pass and it was just a, i don't know it was a, like a really smooth clean performance from burnley in the first half and yeah that's the i think that was probably the main thing of that was probably the main build up issue i'm not sorry the, the main issue in the first half, Liverpool not being able to progress the ball. Obviously, we scored from a from a, from a corner set pieces. Really important to use up to use every to use every avenue of our of our of our um you know weapons. Use every avenue. Of, uh, makes no sense to use every element of our you know of our of our arsenal. Haha, <laughs> our arsenal. Um, but yeah. That was um yeah first half second half now, Jones for Trent meant that essentially I I know for a fact that Jones was told to stay out wide do not invert obviously I think even Klopp said it as well he said that he didn't want Jones to come in and invert and so yeah Jones in um playing wide and then you had someone like an Elliot who was really 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 good and I think as all well, that goes into my to my point that I'll, that I'll come back to you but again you know making a difference substitutions late changes tweaks um you know coming to the fore towards the end of the second half these are all like common Liverpool themes throughout the season you know finishing strong good good substitutions um and yeah and so that's basically the theme of the game essentially from the second half anyway um Liverpool were dominant um Burnley weren't able to transition as much as they would like um they they weak they didn't they they couldn't stop us from they didn't stop us from going long sorry they we didn't go long as much as we did in the first half and so the ball was on the floor more and we were able to play it and i think one of the things i really liked or that i really enjoyed was that jones would be wide and let's say he is now being you know, obviously pressured by the winger, fullback on winger, on from Alderbert, and then you had Elliot who, who's a left footer, so this makes sense considering considering his his profile. You had Elliot, who would essentially drift over to the ball side and 
essentially create a two v one or go in, or go into the space that is now has been that has now been vacated by Oldebert, and Jones will have an easy pass on the outside to Elliot, and then J- Jota would be beautiful here, and Jota would be ah, Jota would be great at um, pinning their fullback to allow um, Elliot to then you know go on and create his magic but I think that was a really really good um, way that we used to get out of their press in in the second half using those wide overloads 2v1s um, especially with Elliot as the left footer cutting inside on his stronger foot into the field that made a, a lot of sense and I think Klopp deserves big credit for that chat that swift or that that, that swift I'm waffling today that shift thank you um um and yeah, sorry, just just go back to, to the first half, sorry. Like I can't lie, like Jotun Nunes, Jotun Nunes and Diaz, that as a front three, it's not the best. I'm I'm not saying it's the best, but transitions, there's something there to be worked with, I think. You've got Diaz who now I'm not saying that he's yeah, Diaz, especially in transition, seems to have some sort of superiority there. Superiority. I'm waffling today. Excuse my English. Um, and he's able to, you know, get the ball, drive, carry the ball through the lines, through the space. Um, and then obviously you got Nunes and Jota, who are good runners off the ball, and even um, vice versa. Nunes running, carrying in space transitions. Even Jota, like there, there's a good trend. We had we had a good transition threat, and so even though in the first half we we weren't able to, you know, dominate the game and have chances, chance, chances. We always, we always seem to have a bit more about us than Burnley because of our transition, because of because of our transition threat. Um, and so the game never really felt too stretched. I think there were moments where Burnley had the one up on us, but in general, there was moments where the game wasn't too stretched. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, and so yes, yeah, second half, yeah, you had Jota, um, Jones wide, and him and Elliot would do really well to get out of the press through that, through that, and as well, you also had situations where you had, where because of Jones, I would argue, um, Liverpool would be able to keep the ball on that left, on that right hand side in those right back zones, those right back centre back zones, play it around maybe. Kwanzaa Jones, Elliot one two, blah blah, and then you and then they were able to find the space between the lines to feed Endo, to feed Endo, and then Endo, and afterwards because obviously we've been playing on that side for so long, Burnley's whole structure, whole block would be shifted across, and that would give space for Robbo to make those runs, in, and we saw in in the second half how it worked and how. I would say because of Jones's, you know, the way he likes that short pass, he wants to temporise play and, you know, find that advantage. I think that helped us to find jo- um, Robertson on that left side. And he, you know, he created a few chances, you know. I think Nuno had a had an offside ward off. Um, I remember there were a few crosses and I think Robertson looked much, 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 much better in the second half. Um um and then yeah, moving on, um yeah, Elliot have to speak about it. Have to. Like 
Okay, so Elliot's introduction changed everything because one, it made Jones's right back Jones being at right back, it made that ball feasible. I think for if Elliot wasn't there, it would make things a lot harder for um Liverpool. I think I think there was McAllister playing there in the first half. McAllister would be able to offer the same amount of support that Elliot did. Um McAllister obviously isn't as comfortable on the right hand side as he is in, in the centre or even on the left. Um and so and McAllister probably doesn't have the the same chemistry as Jones and Elliot. And so yeah. Jones um sorry. Yeah, Jones being at right back was helped and was and it was only possible because of or because of Elliot, in my opinion. I think Elliot being on that right on that on the right hand side, being a constant presence, you know, making making himself available for a pass at every opportunity, knowing that obviously his teammates are in a awkward position in terms of like, you know, in terms of being on the being at, at in a position where he doesn't know. Um and yeah, I think he was able to really dictate the game from there. Um, you know, those switches of play were beautiful. And even in the final third, we had a bit more of a thrust. I think with McAllister being there, we didn't really get the ball there in those in those positions. But with Elliot there, we were able to find those spaces in between, you know, those switches of play to to Robertson. And even he created the two goals, you know. Would that would that would that have happened with Trent there? Probably who knows, whatever. But essentially, yeah, the angles pretty much suit Elliot, and he was busy. He came on busy, kept the ball tight spaces, moved it on, was active in his duels, and I think it was a to be fair, it was a standard Elliot substitute performance this season. Top performance comes in, proves the point, comes in, changes the team, and essentially it was a yeah a, a really 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 good game. Um, no, from Elliot obviously, um, and so yeah, I'll say. The bigger thing for me will be angle reception. I think with angles being much more comfortable for Elliot, that helped us to play around their block with much ease. Um, and yeah. And yeah, and essentially again, I think what I'll say is that like moving everyone, moving, so moving Jones into the right back zone, I think then you had, because it's so cool. So again, it's funny how, yeah, so it's funny because Jones and Elliot's little cameo in the, in the second half kind of like opened the avenue for everyone else. So yeah, Jones, Elliot, right back and right and right to the mid, combining, doing well and making really making the right back position that Jones is playing as optimal as it could be used in that situation. But then you had um, McAllister and Endo who would drop into the pivot and that made things just much more stable. McAllister could cut in on his favoured on his favoured um foot. Um yeah, on his um cutting on, on his right foot. Um he was more closer to the centre. He was basically used as a deep, deep um double pivot partner. And then obviously that that also freed up space for Robertson. And so this is a big knock on effect. You know, when you fix one problem that can solve no problem and no problem and no problem. And so Liverpool just looked smoother. Um he had obviously Robertson flying down, flying down the flank. Obviously, that also helped Diaz in a sense because obviously Diaz always you would want to have Diaz. You you always want Diaz to have a partner or have someone to connect with when he's playing down that side, and so that helped with that. And um, yeah, that is essentially the story of Balamori. Essentially, like that is how I think Liverpool done dug in 
um, and you know got the win. I think it was a definitely a fool your way through the, through the performance type of victory. Um, we didn't you know solve the problems that they posed quickly enough in my opinion, but but we did in the end, and we had enough individual quality to make it count in the end. And so yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna call it today. Twenty four minutes and seventeen seconds. I think that's the end of the podcast today. Um, I'll catch you guys later. Um, yeah, enjoy.